1: Got a feeling that tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a good night. That tonight's going to be a good night.
2: Hi, everyone. Hi, Big Brother fans. Today is October 14th, 2019. I'm Cherry Garcia. I'll be your co-host tonight. This is the Rad Reality Show, and it's time for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. She's always here on Mondays with incredible special guests. Tonight, I just have to say, when I say special, I mean it. Um, We have our very first Big Brother 21 house guest joining us tonight, and I'm so thrilled to say that it's Mr. Cliff Hogg III uh, who made it all the way to fourth place in Big Brother 21. And if not for one particular decision, I think he would have made it all the way to the end but hindsight is always twenty-twenty, and I have to say that Cliff played an incredible Big Brother game. Um, I usually um, say that, you know, the older person in the house has an immediate target on their back. But Cliff has watched a lot of Big Brother, enough to know that um, he was going to have a target on his back. And he used that. In his strategy and at 53 um, he competed in all the competitions um, with the much younger kids he um, got the fans on board with him very quickly um, by talking to all the fans on live feeds um, he absolutely knew what he was going to do uh, when he walked in that house um, his cliff notes and you know, talking with the live feeders, um, keeping Orwell by his side, all that just played into his persona. And now we're going to get to hear from him personally to find out how much he enjoyed being in that BB21 house, um, what he's been up to since getting home and just all kinds of information from Cliff. So uh, we know many listeners probably have questions and we love to hear from you, so call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six to chat with Cliff and Michelle. Uh, we do ask that once you're on our switchboard, please press the number one key on your phone. Once um, let, that just lets us know that you are ready to join us on air. Some people do listen to the show from our switchboard, and those people don't press the number one; they just call in and stay in the background on our switchboard and those who want to call in and talk to us on air press the number one key and that lets us know that you're wanting to join us on air so make sure you press the number one and make sure that you have your most important questions ready to ask first we probably will not be able to take more than one question per caller tonight so make sure that you have that most important question ready to ask now with all that on the web uh already out and done, let's get our host up with us and get it started in here. Hi Michelle, how are you? Hey cherry pie, hello everybody out there
3: in Manic Monday land. Or as Cliff would say, you Manic Monday nators <laughs> <laughs> And you guys know you talk about the Naders. I know, Cherry Pie. I'm so excited to have Cliff on because um, he played a great game, and um, there's a lot of questions out there. So, uh, Cherry Pie, I've been keeping track of all the questions. Um, Cherry pretty much gave you guys all the information, but we want to make this um, clear. We don't have so much time with Cliff. We're probably going to have him for like 40 minutes. Um, So we want to try to get questions asked. We want to try to get um, some calls in. Um, So please um, just be wary of, you know, the questions you want to ask at the best one and try to do one that not everybody has asked or not that, you know, that, pretty mainstream questions, try to think outside the box. Um, this is your chance to be able to talk to Cliff, so um, make it a good one. Ooh, good. I like to bring in the October time. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry Pie told you guys the number, but I'll tell you again in case you guys didn't be able to jot it down when she was telling you. It's 347 And as Cherry said, make sure you press the one if you want to talk to Cliff, and we'll try to get you in. Um, Either way, you can actually listen to the show, so you're not going to miss anything. So don't worry about it. I'm just checking my phone, making sure everything's clear. Okay, because I keep getting messages, because people can't stop sending Cliff questions. Um, I'm excited to hear. I mean, you know, it's been a couple of weeks, Cherry. Um, and I understand that it probably takes a little bit to kind of come back to reality from reality TV, no pun intended people, but um, I'm, I'm curious to see what he's been up to um, and how life is back home um, with this amazing family. Um, I mean, we, I felt like I was part of his family as much as like he talked about them and um always oh, I know. reaching out to the cameras and talking about them. I'm like, I wanna be a hog. Can I be a hog? I mean, we're part of the for the family right now. It's just like can adopt me or something. Because um, 'cause I'm sure a lot of people He out really there, knew what he was um, doing
2: and encompassing the the live fears and talking to everyone um, as yeah. much as he did. He knew, you know, how to bring all the fans to him and it oh was yeah so amazing to listen to him talk to the live feeders all the time i loved it so much and yeah, he is on our switchboard yes oh my goodness, goodness goodness okay cherry
3: pie this is i know your favorite part where you get to bring up our 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 special guest so if you could do the honors um and welcome our special guest onto manic monday
2: I just want to do one really quick thing before we bring him up, and this is for Cliff.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The crowd's cheering for him.
2: That's right. (laughs) I love it. So we now have Mr. Cliff Hogg III on with us. Hi, Cliff. How are you? And thank you so much for calling in tonight well absolutely howdy guys how are y'all doing tonight
4: oh well we are excited to have you on cliff you
3: are talking with michelle the portuguese Princess of providence and my co-host cherry who brought you up on the switchboard how you doing cliff
0: well i'm doing pretty well i'm still trying to decompress from that three months in the house i uh uh, still wake up in the middle of the night with a dream that I'm being called to diary rooms and big decisions and things like that. But slowly but surely, I'm starting to adjust back to uh, a freedom of not having cameras and microphones around me 24 hours a day.
3: I totally understand what you're saying, Cliff, because when I got out of the house, I was like, yes, yeah, so I'm back to reality. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's ironic. Cause I was on a reality show and now I'm back to reality, but this is so strange because I was waiting for somebody to tell me to go change my battery, right? Oh, I know. It's time to go change your battery.
0: <laughs> and the, the whole idea that I'm hanging around with people that aren't spending 24 hours a day plotting against me and trying to figure out ways to, to betray me and, and backstab me and everything else. So yeah, that's a welcome change. Not that I didn't enjoy the experience, but I certainly am glad to be back to the real world again for a while. Well,
3: Cliff, I just want to say welcome to the Big Brother Dysfunctional Family. Let me throw that dysfunctional (laughs) word in there. Um, So proud that you're a part of my family. And, you know, I have to say this, Cliff, because not that anybody played, you know, um, you know, the game differently or whatever, but for you, I think that you were one of the only people that played the game from beginning to end, okay? So you had a lot of hurdles and and a lot of things that you had to go through where there were some people that laid back a little bit. There were some people with powerful alliances, but you from yeah. day 1 Cliff played the game. You were put up on the block, you got, you know, sent out to camp, you came back. I mean, every week you were plotting. So, you know, kudos <laughs> to
0: you, Cliff. That was awesome. What what do you think
3: about well, the way you played the game?
0: Yeah, well, thank you for that. And and I do feel like I played from day 1 to uh to day 93. I knew going into the house that just because I was older than, than the other folks that put a little bit bigger target on my back. And I was going to, I was going to have to start off playing much harder than otherwise. Uh, If I was a 20 something, I probably would have tried to fly under the radar just a little bit longer uh, myself, but that just wasn't an option for me as evidenced even by that day one banishment. So no, I, uh, I had a strategy going in and I knew I wasn't going to be a competition beats. So I knew it had to rely on a social game and and making deals and and really you know the first few weeks especially it was all about just trying to survive for those first few evictions long enough that I could become friendly with some folks and start putting together some of the the social and, and the deals and such and so I, I feel pretty comfortable with what i did especially in the beginning part of this game even though i was put up on the block as often as i was
3: yeah i mean it was kind of like one of those things that they were like, oh, you know what? We already put Cliff up. Let's just put him again. He won't mind. And, you know, it takes a lot to be able to go on the block and actually believe what these people are telling you because you actually kind of do believe it, right, Cliff? I mean, a lot of people say they look from the outside in and they say, well, I would never do that, and I would have done this, and I would have done that. Now you used to be one of those people, used to be a fan. Now that you've had yep, yep. that experience in the house, what would you tell people out there that are looking at it from the
0: outside in?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, uh,
0: I think about a couple of seasons ago, a few seasons back, Johnny Mack. were are asking him if he wants to go on the block, and he said no. And I felt like that every time <laughs> I, I thought it was getting getting ready to happen. yeah, uh, you know, I have I've been a fan since season eight, so uh, I've seen plenty of people that were told they were going up on the block as pawns, and then funny things happen, and that's not always the case. Uh, there was a time or two where I knew I was going to go on the block, with, such as when Nick uh, was nominated me, and I, I kind of, knowing he was going to put me up anyway, tried to be a team player by saying, hey, if you put me up, I get it as long as I'm a pawn, and fortunately I survived that week. But no, that, that house is stressful enough in, in just a normal week, but when you see your name come up on that nomination screen or, or when you're sitting there on Thursday night for an eviction – Uh, The the stresses they are created when you know that there is a possibility, no matter what anyone has told you, that you could be going home uh, just increases the pressure tenfold of what you're going through in there.
3: Oh, I totally understand, Cliff, because you know what? That's the HOH telling you, hey, Cliff, I'm going to put you on the block, but you're the pawn. But gosh, the HOH doesn't vote, do they, Cliff? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's everybody else in the house. It's crazy, right? I'm like, wait a minute. You don't vote.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and i told a few people at at times, it's not that I don't trust you when you tell me I'm going to be a pawn, but there's a lot of other people that may have other motives as well. So, yeah, yeah, I absolutely trust you. You're HOH. You're my best friend in the world, at least for this week. But the rest of the people I don't trust so much. Oh, my gosh, exactly.
3: Um, Looking back at it, like what do you think was the biggest blind side in the house?
0: Well, it very well could be me on day 30 when Nicole uh, stayed in and I went out the door. I had been told all week long that that I was safe. Nicole had blown up her game with, with her confronting of the uh, the grateful slash hateful eight and all of that. And uh, I had uh, – I, I really thought that uh, until about the day of the eviction when people just weren't quite looking at me the same way. They were going into rooms and having discussions, I could tell. I could tell something was up. So by the time the eviction actually came up, I was very nervous about what was going to happen. But uh, really probably my blind side on day 30 and potentially on double eviction night when Christy went home because uh, she wasn't sure which way Nicole and I were looking – uh, for that particular evening, and I'm sure she was caught off a little off guard that, that she was put up uh, that evening. Those are probably, I'm thinking, the two biggest blindsides that we saw this season.
3: Yeah, they were blindsides, but you know what? You blindsided them right back, Cliff, by pretty much going around a revolving door and coming right back in there, baby. I was like, yes. I, wa- I yeah, was just you happy know. that like somebody was going to go in there
0: and kind of teach them a lesson, you know what I mean? I do. And, you know, I told my family, again, being the older person, I said, look, there's a possibility that I may be out in the first week. Shoot, there's been seasons where I could be out the first day. And they all spent a lot of time saying, if it happens, you still had the experience of of everything leading up to it. You'll have been in the house. And that's fine. And I got that. But I sure didn't want that. And I decided early on, if it was my time to go, it was going to be my time to go. I was going to hold my head up high and be proud of what I'd done. But they weren't going to get me out easily, and they were going to have to drag me out uh, when it came right down to it. So, yeah, I fought I fought every day I was in there to try to make sure I could survive at least one more week. And you certainly did that, Cliff. Um, so, Cliff, I got did a lot amazing. of questions.
3: Yeah, he did an amazing job. You um, were amazing
2: oh, you. for being the oldest in the house. You were amazing at. Your strategy for staying in the house and making it to fourth place, I thought you did incredible
0: well thank you and and I had a lot of inspiration from from Kevin schlubber from a few seasons previously he He and I are about the same age, and you know so many of the older folks had gone home fairly early before him uh, i I think uh, what Jerry back in whatever season that was uh, uh Jerry was
3: from, my, season, on one,
0: so he was there well, oh so he was third. Okay. Yes, he was telling yeah, me yep. But it had been so long, and so seeing Kevin survive, I thought, well, if he can do it, I can do it. Now, at the end of the day, I feel like I played a different game than, than he did. He, he he probably wasn't quite as aggressive as I was and, and maybe was able to stay under the radar a little bit more than, than mine. Mine wasn't an easy path. I, I went a lot of wandering different directions trying to get there, but, but I was able to find a way through most of it. You most certainly were. So
3: I'm going to I'm gonna try to get to all the questions out there. People have been writing me. They've been sending me mail. They've been sending doves. They've been sending it, like, via <laughs> – I don't even – they've been sending it to me all in certain ways. <laughs> so we're going to try to get some of these, you know, universal questions out of the way because I know we're going to have okay. a, a few callers also. So this is my question to you, Cliff. So this is from um, Michelle BB10. So that's me. Um, so – you were awesome in comps and um whenever you won you did your signature move, which um I have to say was one of my favorite signature moves. Um <laughs> so people probably were like, What is it? Like I called it the Superman move. Like yeah. he was a super, he was Superman and he just made the money. That's what he was. Can you tell everybody out there what that move is and where it came from?
0: Well, yeah, well, you're pretty good in, in terms of description because that's exactly what it is. But there is uh, – I wasn't the originator of it. Uh, I went to uh, Texas A&M University, and we had a few years back Johnny Manziel, uh, won the Heisman as a freshman, uh, as our quarterback. And that was a move that he would make any time he threw a, a touchdown pass or, or ran in for a touchdown. He would rip the shirt open like Superman and then hold the fingers up and do the money sign. And so when I was getting ready to go into the house, I – uh, I've got a son who also went to, to A&M, and I told him, I said, you know what, if I get a chance to, to win one of these competitions, I'm going to do Manziel's Superman money sign. And he thought that was the greatest thing in the world, and I was just happy that I got to stay in the house long enough to actually do that a few times. Yeah, I mean you were pretty good at comps,
3: uh, Cliff. Did you surprise well, yourself when you won a lot of
0: these comps? uh yeah i did i i wasn't sure what to expect you know that that very first day one banishment where they had us blind or not blindfolded, they had the lights turned off it mm-hmm. was as dark as you could ever imagine uh and they said one person goes home and the other three go back in and i like, what well, it, it sure as hell isn't gonna be me that's going home and uh i to know that i was the first one that found my way through that maze and got out was was fantastic but I almost am more proud that same night when we did that first HOH competition, which was hanging onto the logs, because going through a maze, you know, who knows, there's a little bit of randomness to that, I'm I'm sure, but but holding onto that log, I said, I am not going to be the first or second person off this thing, I'm going to prove on day one that I've got some fight and some spirit within me, and I didn't really think I was going to win that particular competition, but I think I hung on until I was about fifth sixth place something like that and and I think right then hopefully people saw that that maybe I wasn't going to be a beast at every competition but they saw that I wasn't going to give up that I was going to give it everything I had and I tried to do that on every single competition uh, that was out there now obviously there were some athletic competitions that as soon as I thought I said yeah this isn't the competition for old Cliff Hogg here but I still tried and gave it everything I had just to just to prove, at some points like that very last veto competition, it after a while, it was no longer me versus the other house guests. At that point, it was just me against the board in that competition, just saying I am not quitting until I beat this thing, no matter how long it takes.
3: Yeah, it was awesome. You did a great job, I thought. Um, Cherry, do you well, have any you. questions for Cliff before we go
2: on to our other questions from um, Twitter? Well, I have a question that I've asked many reality stars when they come out of the house. Um, and it's one of my favorite questions to ask. And so I'm going to ask this to Cliff. What <laughs> is one of the nicest things that a fan has said or done to you since you've been out of the
0: house? Well, there there have been so many... Uh... So many people that have reached out. You know, it's uh, it's dangerous on social media. I, I didn't come out thinking everyone would love me, and uh, and not everyone does. But I have had people that have reached out and and just had incredible words uh, for myself and for my family uh, that I am I'm so grateful for. Uh, you know, what's kind of nice uh, that some people have done, and I'm not specifying one person because there've been so many. But just some of the people have grabbed some of the, the 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 live feeds, the screen grabs, and compiled those together and sent them to me or, or edited them into fun little one-minute videos, things like that. Uh, that's been really fun to watch because – and I haven't told you all this, but I haven't watched any of the episodes or the live feeds or anything yet. Uh, everything is just so fresh to me right now that even thinking about it kind of creates more stresses that I just don't want to deal with just yet. So. Yeah. So
2: I've heard things i Michelle, tell them how that. long it was for you to...
0: Know. Go ahead.
2: How long was it no, for you I, I just, before you watched your season? <laughs> so,
3: Cliff, it took me four, almost five years to watch my season?
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, and I hope... <laughs> Yeah, I, I I told everyone when I came out. I said you know I'm gonna watch the first episode or two just to kind of see how everything is set up and see the intros and all that. And I haven't even done that yet, but I, I think I'll do that pretty quick. And then I'll I'll start watching the rest of the episodes and and use my family as sounding boards. They can say, ah, be careful on this one. There, you may not like everything you see. And other ones, oh, this is gonna be a fun one. They they did a lot of stuff showing you and all. So uh, I'll use them as as a bit of a guide to to help me along. Um, but because of that, uh, they certainly have told me already some of the major things that happened that maybe i wasn 't aware of during the season, but since i haven 't watched the episodes and everything else, getting some of these little screenshots and little you know the compilation set to music and everything has been a fun little way for me to watch at least a little bit of it so far.
3: Yeah, I mean they sent me the clips the- you know clips and stuff like that so but I say that four to five years it wasn 't that i didn 't see any clips. Because, of course, people send it to you, right, Cliff? They're sending you little clips of this, little clips of that. It was like to sit there, like you said, to watch it from, like, the beginning, to see, you know, what happened. And um, it it did take me a little bit because, you know, you feel like you lived it. Like, why do you have to go and watch it? Um, But then stories of things that happen start making more sense. and. You know, that's probably the other thing that's probably one of the questions I've gotten, you know, so universal throughout is, you know, what are your thoughts on things that you have heard and your family has told you, um, you know, in regards to situations that happened in the house? Um, Do you want to just answer that so that we can move on? Because that that was a lot of what people asked. So.
0: Yeah, and it's – uh, and, and I've been asked a lot of the questions, and to a certain extent, I'm uh, – a lot of my answers are I wasn't aware at the time. Uh, there's things like – I've heard accusations about uh, Jackson not following the, the slop rules the way he's supposed to in the shower and all that. I had no clue on it. Uh, yeah, my, my answer has always been I, I expect everyone to follow the rules and punishments to occur if they don't, but… I, I have no firsthand knowledge whether there was cheating going on with, with that particular issue. Uh, I've also heard questions about, you know, production and uh, Jackson getting a helping hand, things like that. Uh, again, a lot of those vetoes we were kept isolated. You know, people did them one at a time, and so I wasn't able to watch them. And uh, all I can say is I didn't get any help from production, and I don't have any knowledge that anyone else did. The bigger issue that obviously is has. Put a little bit of a cloud, I think, over the season is some of the, the comments that were made by some of the guests. Um, you know, bullying and misogyny and, and racism and a lot of accusations out there. And it's, it's unfortunate. I, I was a house guest in there, and, um, you know, I, I hate to hear that any of that uh, potentially occurred. Uh, I wasn't really aware of it while I was in the house. Uh, I knew, for instance, that Jackson was nervous about some things that he had said. Uh, he had suggested to us that he was pretty sure that people outside didn't like him because of some things that were said but never went into any detail. Uh, and I never asked for detail just because, you know, as you're aware, diary room sessions we can't talk about, and there were just things that were off limits in terms of discussions, and, and I never pushed the issue. But uh, as I've gotten out and heard some of the comments that were potentially made – yeah it it concerns me um it it's unfortunate that house is a high pressure uh, situation and uh, there's you know a lot of people do a lot of things to try to place the targets elsewhere on them and uh, when comments and statements cross the line uh it's unfortunate and and I regret it I regret that that I've been involved a season that had some of that occurring. Michelle. Yeah, I mean,
3: it's probably one of those things you don't really you don't really know that it's happening because there's so many rooms that people can go hide and have conversations that when you come out, you're kind of like, wow, you know, I wasn't aware of that that was happening under the house. So not everything is yep. really cut and dry in that house. It's very secretive along with a lot of other things. It, um, it is. I'm glad you addressed that, Cliff.
0: No, and there's even situations. Like I know even during the finale it was pointed out that the uh, the first four the first four people put up for banishment were uh, were people of color uh, Jessica myself uh, being the older person and implications that there may have been something going on with that and, and I've I've got to be honest when when I was put up uh, I went in thinking I was going to be a bigger target for my age so that didn't necessarily surprise me but uh, as, as we talked about earlier from day one I was trying to survive uh, and, and stay alive in that house so. I wasn't really thinking so much about who had been selected in that first four as much as just that I had to do what I could to survive and stay alive uh, for at least one more week.
3: Yeah, that that finale show must have been kind of like a uh, a step back and like, wow, you know, this is yeah, you had just got out of the house. So you're like still mind blown about the just being out uh, in front of people and seeing people,
0: right? Yeah. And even more so for me, because I was the fourth person, uh, I was in the final four, the last person voted out you know before the the finale night. Um, I never got a chance to go to the jury house and interact with with the rest of the jurors. So I really had no clue. I heard just a little bit in the round table that there was, there were was some some racist you know uh, accusations being made and, and some, some threats of violence had been said, things like that but I really hadn't heard any details until I got to that finale uh and then it was brought up and yeah I I know my jaw was dropped immediately uh knowing that it was that had occurred and and had become an issue like it did um again Jackson I knew there was potentially something going on I it just it wasn't sure what it was uh I really was thinking it was more … of a threat of violence type situation than it was any kind of a potential racist remarks or anything like that. And with regards to Jack, I knew in the House that there had been times where he, he had taken on a bit of a bullying role, but I had really no, no idea that there were also some racist implications with him until I got out and, and started hearing some things being stated…
3: Yeah, it must have been a lot to to take in. So, um, I wanted you to address it because I, I know a lot of people out there are asking. So, um, and and you know, it's one of those things that you know um, you'll probably see and hear more things. And um, yeah. it's just a matter of like you know, um, knowing that there was things that happened, and uh, you know, I hope that people learn from it um everything in le- in in the world and what you deal with is a lesson in life and I hope that you know um whatever happened within those situations were cleared up between each individual and um you know the big thing to do is to forgive and hope that somebody learns from the mistakes right right cliff well
0: i i hope so and you know, when you get in that house there is uh, as i said there's there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure and a lot of uh just saying – Lord, as long as I'm not the target this week, whatever I can do to keep the target off of my back. And sometimes I do think that leads to a uh, almost a Lord of the Flies mentality, where uh, you, some suddenly a target is identified, and uh, you do everything you can to distance yourself from that target. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes that can uh, result in what appears to be a little bit of bullying behavior. And uh, and and I think. All of us to some degree are, are guilty of that, uh, myself included. And yeah, all I can do going forward is uh, is try to to be the best person I can. And, and I came in, and every time we we had someone evicted, I tried to talk about family. And and I had said to the people in the house quite often, I didn't come in planning to make friends. I was going to try to keep my game and emotions very much separate from one another. But you can't help but after being in a house for that long, develop relationships and. And I've said several times I'd like for this family to to remain a family of sixteen after we get out of the house as well, and and I still hold out hope that eventually we can do that.
3: Yes, yeah, so I'm sure everybody needs their time to decompress, and um, you know it's it's a little bit of a shocker coming out to the real world and dealing with social media and people that hide behind a computer and say the things that they say. So Cliff, just you know what I say? What I've done is I've just given attention to the people that have given me love and give me positivity, and I don't yeah. even address the haters because they're they're all out there. Cliff, it's easy to be able to say something on a um, on Twitter or whatever, and I still deal with it, and it doesn't bother me. I'm like, you know, you're just wasting your time because I I don't I could care less. Let me move on to the good things and the positive things and that's what you yeah, gotta remember and, and because I'm, there's a lot of love out and, there and for you
0: thank you and i'm trying to do that and i i know who i am as a person what i represent what i believe in uh, and and certainly have my own opinions that being said i also do value the opinions of, of everyone else that out there that has has watched the show has invested time and in, in watching myself and and everyone else and, and how we did and so uh, there may be people that i disagree with on some some assumptions and conclusions made but that doesn't mean that, that their opinion doesn't still carry some weight and you know I, i'm always i've always tried to be open to 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 as many different opinions as possible and i'll take those into consideration and try to try to live my life based on everything i hear from people
3: that there's a lot of clickbaiters out there a lot of person taking them <laughs> Cliff
5: Notes, Cliff. Um, that but that amazed, being said, that I, think,
0: I had no – go ahead. No, I was just going to say I had no – No, no, no. Go ahead. Finish that thought. Yeah, I just – I had no clue until I got out that this whole idea of Cliffomaniacs and Cliff Notes and that kind of stuff was out there. I was just trying to have some fun and break some boredom while I was in that house.
3: Oh, well, you were definitely filling in those boring spots because people don't know how boring it gets in that house, so – uh, we appreciate you talking to us live feeders. So thank you very much for that. The next time, try not to get caught. Cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's,
0: what's, the deal, what's the deal with all these people in the big brother house that are snooping around and eavesdropping? I didn't think they'd do that in that house. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, no, I, but, I
3: mean, it makes me want to creep around and listen to some closed doors.
0: I'll tell you what, I, you know, I got burned on that at the very beginning when, when Christie overheard me in the boat room and, uh, I got burned on it towards the very end of the game when Jackson was listening to Tommy and Nicole and I. So uh, I, I've said before, my wife has always said I kind of had a, a loud mouth and not much of a whisper voice, and I think I just proved it up to the whole nation uh, playing Big Brother.
3: Yes. Cliff will practice his whispering skills, people. Okay. <laughs> that is what that is what he's going to plan on putting on his list of things to do, work on the whisper. Or be the sneaker, be the one that listens to the to closed doors. So watch out, Hog Family. He's listening to all the doors closed. That's right. <laughs> uh, with that's that being right. said, um, cherry pie, I think that we possibly have a caller that's probably been on hold for a little bit. Um Is that the case, Miss Cherry Pie? We do.
1: We do.
3: Okay. Um, Cliff, we're gonna be taking a call, so let's go, Cherry Pie. Okay. Let's take that
2: call. First up, we have Eric. Hi, Eric. How are you?
5: I'm good, Sherry. How about yourself? Hello, Michelle. Hello, Eric. How are you? I'm doing all right. I can't believe I called in more during BB Can Seven than I did BB Twenty One. I'm failing. I know it. I know
4: <laughs> it. But that's
3: okay though, because you've called in now, and you have Cliff on the line I with you, Eric. It. So. Hello Alexander
5: Firm from Kingston, Massachusetts here. And Howdy, um Eric. I just wanted to say that, you know, I just turned forty eight. I've tried out for Big Brother four times, and each time they don't call me, I have a better chance of being the older guy of the season. So when that finally happens, I hope I can set a good example like you did. But um I'll be cheering you on. Thank you, sir. The question I have for you is not even game related, it's more, you know, thinking outside the box, more of before you get in the box kind of question. Before you actually got picked for this past season, how many times did you
0: apply? Well, I I feel guilty even saying this, knowing how hard some people have tried. That was the first time I ever tried out, and it was an open casting call. Uh, I just happened to be, uh, I follow Haley Broker on on Twitter, and she had posted the night before there there was an open call in Houston, so uh, my wife and I were actually heading to the Houston rodeo and barbecue cook off. So I already was dressed up with a hat, cowboy hat and everything else. And we just stopped by about ten minutes before the line shut down just to watch people try out and kinda of oh, wow. for the moment for the moment I said, You know what? Well it's, it's an experience. Just to try it it'll be an experience. So I got in line and waited about two, two and a half hours before and I was the very last little group of people that were seen and uh, i had nothing <laughs> planned i i just went in and kind of told told him i was a storyteller and, and had all kinds of fun things i'd done in my life and and suddenly the the ball got rolling and next thing you know i'm going into that house so yeah i uh i didn't play anything I, if i had any advice for people that were trying out such as yourself uh, you got to be yourself they'll see through it if you're trying to play a character but maybe figure out those one or two things that probably set you apart from all the other people that you know are applying and and try to emphasize that as much as you can, but you got to be yourself, and you've got to be able to, to demonstrate and not just tell people mm. what's special about you. Well, it was funny. During the little group session,
5: I had a little wardrobe malfunction with one of my piercings, and it fell out. I'm literally crawling all over the floor trying to <laughs> find the darn thing in the middle of the interview, and I thought, oh, they'll love that, but oh, maybe not so much this year. But um after your well, open casting, how long was it before you got the call?
0: Well, that's pretty funny. It's uh because I my open casting was February twenty first and I can't go into a lot of detail but there there were certainly Understood. a lot of calls back and forth and paperwork and things like that, but uh when you watch those key reveals at the very end, they're they're a lot more uh uh spur of the moment. I always thought the whole thing was planned out and and obviously, yeah. I knew people. I knew people were coming to to film a promo, or, you know, kind of the intro and all of that. But yeah. even at that point, I was still being told that, look, you know, you certainly are in the little final group, and there is a chance you're going to go. But we're still doing background checks. There's still some casting wow. going on, and and there are going to be alternates picked. There are going to be some people that are filmed that don't ever make the trip and things like that. And so, in, until I actually saw my key. Uh, I, I towards the last couple of weeks, I suspected there was a very good chance that I was going to get to go in the house, but I didn't know for certain. I never really got the call. It was more seeing that key is the first time I knew 100% that I was going into that house. Oh, I'm hoping I get to feel that myself next year. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never know. It's awesome. just, it was the, I, I tried that one time, and it was just it, maybe it's like winning the lottery, lightning in a bottle. I uh, I, I do think in some ways you know we've seen the show we know that it's it's not like they're going to cast eight older people there's there's really probably only going to be one slot for for someone a little bit more on the mature side Uh, Mm -hmm. so in some ways that made it tougher but on the other hand when I went to that casting call and and looked at 820 somethings all in line and then one (laughs) old guy uh, that did make me feel better and when I was walking to the back of that line all those young people were pointing and laughing at this old cowboy who was going to try out and all that but as far as I know, I'm the only person that that captain called it made it in. So don't ever think who that had not the a last chance. laugh at that one, Cliff. Who had the last That's laugh? That's awesome. That's right. <laughs>
5: Thank
0: That's you very me. much, Cliff. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, part of it, too, is you've got to treat it like lightning in a bottle. That if it mm. happens, fantastic. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or, or that you aren't uh, an amazing person. It's just mm. there's how many thousands of people fighting for these oh, blocks, yeah. and It could be. It could yeah. be something as simple as the person who's auditioning you that day has in his mind that he's not necessarily looking for the older person. You never know, so you can't get yeah. depressed if it doesn't happen. You just have to always know that it could happen. Just move on. That's that, what I that's do every year. <laughs> on,
3: that's why there's an emphasis on just be yourself, because just because they don't want your particular theme or persona, whatever it is, this time around doesn't mean they don't want the next time around. So as long as you remain That's right. yourself and you're true to yourself, yeah. maybe a little exaggerated version of yourself. But well, what did I do when I met know. you, Michelle? Uh, which, well, I, I, there, there was a lot of hugs, and there was some screaming, I, and I think you cried.
5: <laughs> I think I probably did, and I think you jumped back about 50 feet. I kind of launched for you.
0: Yeah, that, that's, the other th- that's the other thing. It's not just trying out. You know, whether you make it or not doesn't say anything about you as a person. But I spent a lot of time telling Cat oh, and Nicole and myself as well uh, inside the house that whether you finish going out first or going out last, either one, playing that Big Brother game shouldn't define you as a person. Uh, we're mm-hmm. all about so much more than just sitting in a house for three months playing a game. And so uh, we, we spent a- – We spent a lot of time. Yeah, Obviously, I was on the block a lot of times. I was on the block with other people that we kind of cried together and and talked together. And we had a lot of discussions about if we go home this week, either one of us, that that doesn't define who we are. It doesn't mean that we're better or worse than the other people. It's just a game, and we had to keep that in the front of our heads the whole time we were in there.
1: So
5: true. right.
3: Eric, do you have anything else you'd like to say? So we can no, next... I am
5: good. I'd like to give someone else a chance too, because I'm a nice guy like that.
0: <laughs> Thank, well, you, Eric, I'm gonna be watching. Thank you very much for your time, Cliff. For... I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching for you next year. I'm gonna be looking for the uh, the 49-year-old guy with the piercings and named Eric, and I'll be cheering you on.
5: Tattoos and piercings—you can't miss me. <laughs> Thank you. That's uh, awesome.
0: Well, go for it. Bye, Eric. Um, bye and bye, bye. I just want to say one
3: thing that that probably Cliff hasn't heard in a while. Cliff, you cannot talk about production. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have one more caller. And this one <laughs> is. Sorry, I had to bring that <laughs> up. I love that. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got called out a few times for that.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, we, we have... have a special call mm-hmm. for you, Cliff. Uh-oh. Yes. Mr. Lawan Exum. Hi, how are you, Lawan?
1: how are you love what's up what's up uh uh miss michelle boo
3: (laughs) hey what's going on mr low wonderful hello mr lawan
1: cliff welcome to the family welcome to the family
0: Thank you. And as Michelle said, I, I welcome uh thank y'all for taking all of the dysfunctional folks from bb twenty one in and I, I appreciate the uh, support that, we've got so far. No, let me tell you, you're a class act and I love the fact that you you came out
1: like I mean, like when you get out the house, we we both know like how it is, like you're in shock. Yeah. But like oh. the way that you've handled everything, I'm gonna tell you, it's hard. And especially for you, especially, I think, because of
0: social media. We didn't have social media when I was on the show. It was just coming out on season 13. So, I mean, I can't even imagine,
1: like, now. But, but I just want to tell you. And we were, you, and we were told. When you, we,
0: go ahead. Yeah, you know, no, I was just going to say. We were told when we came out, I had a lot of people that said, stay off social media, don't even go out to that and everything. But you can't resist. You you want to know what people are saying and everything else. So yeah, you have to kinda I've just gone out saying I know not everyone's gonna love me, not everyone's gonna hate me and uh Oh yeah. I, oh yeah.
1: I am what I am. You are who you are and we love you, Cliff. And well, I've got you. my clip notes too.
2: <laughs> oh, <my> there <laughs> we go.
1: <laughs> I got my clip notes, but I just wanted to tell you Welcome to the family. Uh, I want to let everybody else talk to you, but from Big Brother person to another Big Brother family member, welcome. Welcome. Well,
0: thank you. And, again, I appreciate all the support and encouragement and everything I've gotten from this Big Brother family. It is amazing uh, how helpful everyone has been reaching out to me. Oh, no. We're here for you. We are here for you. Well, good. I'm going to be giving you a call here for too long. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay. okay all right all right that's y'all
3: that's so nice of you to call in lawan thank you boo i we appreciate it
1: thank you Thanks, love y'all okay
3: love you take care lawan goodness cliff you got mr lawan Exum call
5: in okay
0: oh right. I, i'm impressed that all the people i've had an opportunity to meet all the past uh contestants such as yourself and him and all the others it's It's been quite the the adventure even after getting out of the house. Oh,
3: I'm sure. And you know what's so funny, Cliff? When they – social media I was on season 10 so I my yeah. was popular okay my space <laughs> all right and you probably don't even know what my space is so you know that's Ooh. when it just first started coming on and they were like you know don't don't like read emails don't go on you know the you know on the different social media sites and I'm like why'd you tell me that because I want to go like even more now to see what's going on and what the whole kerfuffle is and this was before how much social media played plays a okay. role um, in it. So it's so hard for well, somebody that, to tell you not to do something, right?
0: That's right. And for me, I uh, before I went into the house, I didn't have an Instagram account. I had a Twitter account, and I think I had eight followers uh, on on the thing. I never really used it. And I get in the house, and I, I bet that Kat changed. Has, oh, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. probably win the record for having a highest <laughs> percentage increase. <laughs> uh, but you know, there's other people. Cat uh, had how many? Fifty thousand followers. Annalise has probably twice that as well. And uh, fortunately, I've got two kids who have been very helpful in teaching me the ways of Instagram and and Twitter. So, I've, a whole new world has opened up to me in a lot of different ways.
3: And your family is absolutely amazing. How how is seeing them and just being able to hug your wife? Because let me tell you something. If I find, which I have, but it, but just knowing the much as much love as you have for your wife after all these years, the way you talked about her, the way you danced without her there, but she was <laughs> really there. I mean, gosh, Cliff, like, I, can you adopt me? I want to be a hog, please.
0: I I, I will certainly possible? make you an honorary hog, Michelle. Just come on down <laughs> to Houston, and, and we'll make you an official part of the family. No, it was, uh, so awesome. It was difficult. I've, I've I have another question for Cliff. Oh, sure. I have so
2: another question for Cliff, but there's an, another caller that would really like to come on and ask him a question as well. Can we take another caller?
3: Yeah. Sorry, um, Cliff, but we are getting down to crunch time and we want to try to get as much as we can. And we just love the hog family and whatever they did and how much they did and to put up with all these crazy people
1: Right. Gosh, give yourself
3: the pat on the back. I'll tell you because these people are crazy out here in the social oh. media streets.
0: Yeah, oh. they <laughs> made they made sacrifices of their own to let me on this show, and I'm very extremely grateful for what they've sacrificed for me. Oh gosh, I'm sure it's been okay. a lovely time at the
3: hog home. Let me tell you something, but I just got adopted, so I'm happy. Sherry, let's get yeah. up the
2: next caller, please. <laughs> All right, we have the beautiful Miss Kim Solari on with us. Hi, Kim. Hi, Terry. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Cliff. Hi, Hi Kim.
4: How are you? Um, I'm a live feeder, and oh. I've been watching since season one. And, yeah, since that's how old I am. I'm your age, Cliff. <laughs> and well, Nothing wrong with and that. No, and I've always wanted to be on, so you give me hope, but I doubt it now. <laughs> but um, I wanted to say that I was so glad to see how far you got in the game because usually the older ones just get knocked out so fast, you know. It's like yep. the the it's terrible because it's always the older ones who get out like the first time. And it was really great to see that you made it so far in the game. But my question is, um, isn't it, uh, is it lonely in there being the only older one and then everyone else is so young and really, you know, then you have to try to relate to these kids actually, you know? And so what do you do?
0: Yeah, it it was incredibly lonely. Uh, One, I was so much older than everyone else. Secondly, I'm married so obviously uh, the showmances went out the window except for me and orwell and we <laughs> had a lot of fun together but yeah because of that uh it, it just became easier for for everyone else to kind of latch up with each other and and form maybe some stronger bonds uh but i i tried to do what i could to to fit in as much as possible um and and, and i think that worked to some degree but I'm not huge. Uh, the different music choices, a lot of what they listen to versus what I listen to. I, I'm really not about going popping pimples on each other's bodies and talking about. <laughs> oh <poetry>, God. <laughs> God! I know. So, so there, there were certainly a lot of things that that I just couldn't quite fit in the, the way they could. But, but I tried to do as much as, as possible, and I think I did pretty well. Um, there's a George Strait song, Troubadour, where he talks about I still feel 25 most of the time, and, and and I do feel that I probably have a young soul that, that I felt like just another 20-year-old in a lot of ways trying to survive in that house. But right. the reality is I'm I'm not, and that plus being married, and that's one of the reasons I spent so much time talking about my wife and the live feeders, and it was just a way for me to, to avoid some of maybe the extra loneliness that I had in that house by, by trying to – continue to stay in contact with my wife and kids and and I've been a live feed fan forever so also staying in contact with the live feeders and everything uh just in those times where I just didn't feel the connections with everyone else in the house as strongly as maybe they were feeling with each other
4: right what would you suggest I mean would it? do you think that they should put more than one older person in I mean it it just doesn't yeah. seem fair that it's always like one. Why isn't yeah, there two? I,
0: <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, and it's difficult because I don't want to start questioning the casting and all of that because they were so good to me. But obviously watching the show, as long as we all have, it, it does seem like there's there's slots that are set up uh, every season that you, you have one older person that you, you know, there's different slots for different types of character types that, that tend to show up over and over again. And yeah, I would love to see a season where maybe you had two or three uh, more mature Older. people, uh, right. a little bit more. Can I just say again, bit, Big
3: Brother 10, we had Rennie and Jerry in my season. Yeah, I know, I know.
0: They were so and it was much fun watch, watching the two of them. And Not that you weren't fun also, Michelle, but yeah, watching – I still remember Rennie just hilarious watching some of her stuff. And it, it seems like they've gotten away from that a little bit. The other thing is that whole season was com- amazing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, even the competitions, though, I feel like here in the last few years, maybe have started planting a little more towards towards helping the younger people as opposed to to you know the more mature people. It seems to me like we don't have as many of the the mental type competitions. There's a little bit more of the physical challenges than than we used to have uh, in the earlier days of Big Brother. So. I don't know, but, yeah, I mm-hmm. would always – one of the reasons I came onto to this show and one of the reasons I like it so much is just because of the diversity of the people that come in. And right. anything they could do to even further increase that diversity by having more people that you normally wouldn't expect to see multiples of in the game, uh, I'd love to see that regardless of what that particular characteristic may be, old or, or something else. Right, right. Agree. Well, I would like to see that too. <laughs> well, I always, I always wanted to be on yeah. it. Yeah, during the auditioning process, I always said, "I hope this is a special geriatric season because if everyone else is in scooters <laughs> and, and walkers, I'm going to dominate." But I knew that probably. That's what right. <laughs> <laughs> I, well,
1: have
0: I have bad news myself. Going, Kim.
3: Oh, so, okay, thanks, we gotta, Michelle. We got to so we could say goodbye to Cliff. But thank you so much for calling in, Kim. I miss you.
4: I miss you too. <laughs> I'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. Take care, Cam. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Um,
3: it's so hard when we have time constraints, and we can seriously talk all yeah. day, Cliff. I mean, we could really talk all day. Um, what, I'm just thankful that. that he... a talker. Yes, yes, you are a talker. Yes, and we, I, we saw that with Orwell. Watch out, because I mean, I got a thing with Orwell too. So. I guy got my eyes on you with Orwell, okay?
0: Um, yeah, he can so before you, go,
3: Cliff, <laughs> before you go, Cliff, before you go, Cliff, can you just let people know how they can find you on social media? Um, just let everybody know your handle's out there.
0: Sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cliff underscore hog, and on Instagram, hog. So they're both pretty basic to find. Uh, I'm verified. on. There were a lot of fake accounts out there on Instagram that I think we've gotten rid of most of them. Uh, but mine is verified out there. And man, I'm always open. I try to respond as much as I can. Any questions that anyone has shoot them to me. I'm always happy to, to find new friends and talk about my experiences.
3: And Cliff, before you go, do you have any meet and greets lined up? Um, I know that, Sometimes it takes a little bit for that to happen because, you know, you kind of want to get back into the real world or whatever. But do you have anything lined up that you can let people know about, or do you have things in the works? Yep.
0: No, I, I have I have one in the works here in Houston, and uh, we'll probably do that here three or so weeks. Through. We're trying to put that together, so just keep an eye on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, but I do have one lined up for next Saturday, uh, October 19th, and that is in Arlington, Texas, because uh, my whole – my family all from Arlington originally. So we're going to do one up in Arlington, Texas at a place called the Legal Draft Beer Company. And that is going to be, I believe, from 2 to 4 on Saturday. Uh, and I will, I'll post something that within the next 24 hours or so on my Twitter and Instagram. But uh, yeah, Legal Draft Beer Company up in Arlington next Saturday. Uh, no, No tickets being sold or anything else. Just anyone who wants to come out, come out and be happy to shake your hands and – answer any questions that you may have
3: awesome all the thing i'm going to say about that is make sure you stretch out your hands and your (laughs) arms because you're going to be doing a lot of shaking a lot of signing a lot of hugging yeah you know
0: i'm just a regular i'm just a regular guy who ended up getting picked for this show and so this whole idea that people see anything special and, and want to come say hi is kind of a surreal experience it's almost more surreal than even being in the house itself. Uh, that's still taking some getting used to, but I do love meeting meeting everyone, all these other people who are every bit as passionate about Big Brother as I am. Well, Kip, does Kip, your I wife
2: hope you
0: watch enjoy the reality ride.
2: TV? What's that? Does your wife watch reality TV, and do you watch any other reality TV shows?
0: Oh, yeah. We, we watch them all. We, uh, we're both big fans. Uh, uh, big Brother and Survivor are, are the big ones. Uh we watch we watch a lot of the cooking reality shows. We even watch a a, a design building design called The Block that's broadcast over in Australia. We find uh, on the internet and uh we just started watching The Circle as well. So yeah, I think reality TV takes up about 80% of what we watch on TV nowadays.
1: I've
0: heard My about The circle. circle is it? Is reality that good. TV too. Well, what's this that?
3: The Circle thing. Have you heard about it, Cherry? This Circle um, it's a it's a British thing, right? Cliff, it's like a detective yeah, it, show or something.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit like Big Brother, except they're kept confined to individual apartments and they can only talk to each other through basically like a social media type communication, uh, just texting back and forth, things like that. So yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, and then the other one that I did mention, Amazing Race, we're we're huge fans, especially with me traveling around the world as much as I as I have. Uh, we've always loved that show as well.
3: Well, I love that you're into reality. Me and Cherry are really into reality shows a lot. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah,
3: the, definitely look up on the circle thing, Cherry. I, I don't know yet. I haven't um, been able to figure out where to go on yet because I haven't had time to research it. But that's what
0: all the kids are
3: talking about hashtag circle. So,
0: I know it. I know that's it. I know. we got to do. If, if, it, if it's reality TV, I'm probably watching it. So, I'll, I'll go out and find them all alone, yes, oh yeah, national, I think it's national geographic where they they're left, and yes, yeah, that uh that would be interesting i've I've had a lot of people say, so what's your next big adventure you're gonna do and I said, yeah, I don't think I'd do alone or anything. put me on Naked and Afraid, something like that. That would be quite the uh, interesting adventure. And uh, my wife shaking her head saying, no, not a chance. Of oh, let's it.
3: get that. go. <laughs> Listen, I got a lot of people that are friends that are Naked and Afraid. I'm sure they can give you some contacts and we can get you on Naked and Afraid. Oh, uh, you make know, a- I, had we can make it happen.
0: The, I had a hard time even with the slop in the house. I'm not sure how I'd do eating the, the bugs and the insects and stuff. So, uh, uh, we did, with having someone like Jackson in the house, I, I did eat pretty well while I was inside that Big Brother house. Uh, I
3: think you do pretty good. Um, have you watched <laughs> Survivor? I mean, it's it actually premiered on the finale day. Have you been able to even just watch that and keep I, I, up with what's I, going on with
0: that? I've watched it. I've kept up. I watched uh, Vincent not use his immunity idol. And I yelled at the TV, probably the way some people were yelling at me at different points in the big brother season. So uh, (laughs) I I get it from both sides of the the TV screen.
3: Yeah. Now it's one of those things that now you, you know, you're, you're a fan, but now you kind of get a little bit of what's going on on the other side. So
0: I'm sure there's a little bit more compassion, right? Well, That's one thing is I will never judge or criticize anyone in that big brother house ever again for decisions that that were made or not made because I understand the pressure and the stress and the lack of information and the relationships and the emotions and everything that comes into play in those that when you're not living in a house, you can't necessarily appreciate as well. Uh, But now at this point that there's – yeah, I, I'm never going to criticize someone past seasons or going forward either one because I get it. Now I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I said the
3: same thing, too. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, why are you crying? I don't understand. Why did you make that decision? Now I'm like, listen, do whatever you got to do. Make that decision. Cry. Do whatever you got to do because I get it. I totally get it.
2: Um, Absolutely. Trey, is there anything else you want to ask Cliff before we, before we end the show?
0: I'm good. I just thank him so much for being with us tonight. Now, thank you all so much for for letting me come on and talk. I always enjoy talking, and certainly it's it's always cool talking to people that were cheering me on and all of that. So I absolutely appreciate it.
3: You can't tell right now, Cliff, but I'm doing your Superman move with the money. (laughs) With the money. Superman move with the money right now. Yes, because I just got adopted.
0: Woo! Oh, I'm come excited. on down to Houston. I, I'll, I'll get you some good <laughs> Texas barbecue. We'll do some Superman uh, celebrations, and uh, we will be Ooh. talking. About... Uh, hey, okay. I did well, good I... <laughs>
5: <laughs> Yeah, you
0: are. You, everybody, you're have... welcome to come on as well. I got plenty of rooms at the dining room table. Or plenty of spots. Oh, cool. There you okay, go. I got it done you. All right, you
3: awesome. Well. We just are the happiest over here at Manic Monday land because we both got adopted and we're happy. Cliff, thank you so much for taking out the time um, to come on and just talk with us. And I'm glad that um, you had a, some calls and a surprise call from uh a BB family member. Um, just know we're all here with open arms uh, for you. Whenever you want to come on and talk, we are here for you, but thank you so much for just Giving us everything that you did, because you gave us oh, – I think you gave us everything.
0: I my think you gave us everything on the table, fun. BB player. Yeah, I, I tried to have fun while I was in the house. I hope I, I let you all have some fun watching as well. So uh, my pleasure. And you, made you made it fun much. for us. You did. Yeah, good. you made it good. Thank a lot class. of fun for us.
2: Thank you so right, guys, much. Have, have a great, great, night, great night, Cliff. Cliff.
0: Evening. Thanks. Y'all Bye, Cliff. You Bye.
2: too. Give kisses Bye.
0: to your family. Bye. Will do. Always, I'll, I'll sir. Bye. Bye.
3: What a great guest we got adopted. We're having barbecue. Too. <laughs> we're gonna be having cowboy hats. So
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, very excited. Um, we're not sure if anybody can hear us right now, to be honest with you guys out there. Um, but thank you guys for calling in and your questions. I wasn't able to get to all of them, but I pretty much got a lot of the questions asked. Cherry because it sometimes is repetitive. Um, But thanks to the callers. And uh, um, also, if we didn't get to pick you guys up, we're sorry. We can only do so much in such a limited time. Um, And hopefully you guys are hearing us, because next week, Cherry Pie, we are going to have Jessica from Big Brother 21 as our guest. Um, and today's Yay. her birthday, so if you haven't wished her a happy birthday, go wish her a happy birthday. Um, so make sure you guys save the date for that. I'm going to actually pop up um, a quick just promo for anybody who missed it that Jessica will be on Monday, same time, same place, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 10-21. Um, 10-21. 6 p.m. Central. 5 p.m. P- mountain. Wait, is there a mountain time? 4 p.m. Sun? No. Pacific. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just know my time zone and I know the West Coast. It's the one in the middle that I get a little bit because it's the one hour behind and then the two hours behind. I don't know, Cherry. That's why you do all that kind of stuff when it comes to the time zone
2: thing. <laughs> everybody have a wonderful week (laughs) take care be kind to each other out there and when I say be kind to each other I'm like Ellen I don't mean just be kind to the people who think just like you be kind to everybody because this world is really crazy right now and we need to just be nice to each other just calm down and be nice to each other just it's not it doesn't hurt you it doesn't it's not going to harm you to be nice. Just be nice. So yeah. with that being said, what Cherry Yeah, yeah. So here's Ryan to take away the show for tonight. We'll be on the other end to say goodnight.
0: I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys and thank you all for coming in. <phone rings> God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show.
5: And it was a great one. It really
2: was a great show with Cliff tonight. I just adore him. So, Michelle, say good night. Good night, everybody. See you guys next week. Same time, same place. Good night, all. That's a wrap.